0: It's time to travel with Anita.
1: From across town to around the world, she covers it all, spanning the globe. For more than four decades, Anita has been to over 100 countries and territories and is the host of the Lowell Thomas Bronze award-winning podcast, Quarter Miles Travel. From low transportation fares to travel insurance concerns, safety to savings, Anita gets you there and back with a smile along the way. Now, here's the host of Travel with Anita, Anita Thomas.
2: Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel with Anita and Friends. And today I have an amazing journey for you to cruise along the Pacific coast of Costa Rica and visiting poets in sandy beaches, national parks, viewing wildlife and enjoying the sea. That's a way to really have an experience that maybe you haven't had before. I know for me, it was the first time. And how about sailing on a tall ship, one with sails and masts, and the chance to cruise along the deep blue sea with the wind pushing you along? Now, I recently had a chance to do just that, feel the wind on my face as I sail with Star Clippers, a tall ship company with beautiful wooden ships where you have a chance to immerse yourself in the true feeling of selling. And you get that feeling of nostalgia, too, of selling in the days gone by. Now, I had a chance while I was selling to sit down with three of my new friends from Star Clippers Cruises and ask them to share with you how you can have this extraordinary experience as well with the wind in your hair and a song in your heart. Now, I start with Lauren Fry, who shares what makes Star Clippers a special way to get away. And then later in the show, I talk with Alex, the destination manager about excursions and why Costa Rico. And then later with Kirby, who is the cruise director. He tells us all about the fun on board from sunup to sundown. So I start with Lauren where she tells us What is a tall ship,
3: and how is it different? A tall ship is essentially a ship that is a sailing ship that has tall masts. And the ship we're on right now, which is the Star Clipper, has four masts and 16 sails. When they sail away, they uh, put up the sails, as you saw. It's Mm -hmm. a very big occasion on board. Everyone goes up to the top deck to watch the crew raise the sails. Um, It hasn't been as windy this week as they might have hoped, so maybe we haven't had them all up.
2: Yeah, and it's my understanding that you do need the wind to put them up, because it's quite a bit of a process to, to get them
3: up. It's not just like boing and you push a button, and now they're up. No, it's completely manual. So there's, as you saw, there's a big maritime crew that's up there working the ropes and raising the sails. It is a big deal, and it's really, really cool to watch. They make a, They make sort of a celebration out of it every day.
2: Ah, oh, fun celebration too. I've been up every day too, <laughs> to be up there and watch them raise the, the masts and raise the sails as we leave port. But now, how is this different though from sailing on a cruise ship that most people think about when they think of cruising?
3: Right. Yeah. Well, this is quite different from a cruise ship. Um, it it's first of all, it's your average large. Mainstream cruise ship has thousands of passengers, and this ship has about 160 passengers, so it's much smaller. But also, some of the amenities that you might think about on a cruise ship, like um, you know a casino or you know a comedy club, uh, that's not present here. This is really all about the sailing. So there's some pools on the top deck that you can in lounge chairs, you can hang out, but it's really all about the wind and the sails of this beautiful, gorgeous ship and sailing along the coast of wherever you are. Today, we're in Costa Rica and just experiencing the magic of sailing and feeling almost like, you know, you've gone back in time on a tall ship.
2: Yeah, I mean, it really is a nostalgic feeling, almost as though like what what you just said, like you're going back in history of what sailing and cruising would have been like. Maybe in the 1920s, I'm not exactly sure what year, but you do get that sense that this is what cruising was like, and it was definitely something very special. Because to be on the deck with the wind blowing, looking up and seeing the sails, you know, blowing in the wind as well, it is nothing like, it's really hard to describe it
3: it is yes and you know we say it's like going back to the golden age of sailing but you do have quite a few modern amenities the cabins are beautiful they have air conditioning and the television and there's a place to get massages and a beautiful dining room so you're not roughing it by any means um, but you don't yeah, have to work for your dinner you don't have to work for your dinner you can help them raise the sales if you like and you know you can attend a knot tying class and become a little more proficient in the, you know the things that sailors learn to do um, But truly, it's just, it's kind of a nice marriage of a historic type of a ship, but with all the modern amenities that you would want to have when you were sailing.
2: And what would you say is the reason why people choose this over what we consider to be cruising, you know, with the big large ships?
3: I mean, I think one of the things about Star Clippers that's so special is that you really feel like you're at sea. Mm. You know, um, on a big ship, it's kind of easy to stay inside all day, and, you know, that's one type of cruising, and I I know that a lot of people love that. But this, you're never far away from the sea. You can always see the ocean. Mm. You can feel the wind in your hair. And, you know, a lot of guests on board who I've met own their own sailboats and Mm -hmm. they love sailing and so the idea of sailing on a ship this large with four masts and 16 sails and 160 guests is just you know it's their passion times Mm a hundred and so I think if you really love the sea and you want to know what it's like to really sail there's nothing like Star Clippers.
2: There's nothing like it, I can definitely say that. And this is my first time on, on Star Clippers and I am ready to, I'm ready, I'm still on, but I'm ready to come back <laughs> already. But now let's talk a little bit though,
3: because this isn't the only ship that you have right. in your fleet. Yes, so there's three Star Clippers ships in the fleet. We are currently on the Star Clipper. Star Flyer is an exact replica. So those two ships are the same. They both hold the same amount of gas. They both have the four masts. And then the big guy is the Royal Clipper, and the Mm. Royal Clipper has five masts, and it is actually certified, it has a world record as the world's largest five-masted square-rigged sailing ship in the world, and she holds 228 guests. And has a few different amenities. There's a marina platform off the back, so when the ship is at dock, you can jump off the back of the ship and swim. She has a beautiful two-tiered dining room, but it's the same concept: Mm -hmm. sailing on board, a true sailing ship.
2: I love that. I love that. Now, where are some of the places that we can sail? Now, you and I are actually on the Star Clipper right now as we speak sailing along the coast of uh, Costa Rica, yes. but you guys go other places as well.
3: Absolutely. So in the summertime, all three ships are in the Mediterranean, and because there's three ships there, they can cover a lot of ground, so you can book a sailing uh, along the coast of France and Italy, Croatia, Spain, Portugal, Morocco, Um, Greece is an incredible place to sail on Star Clippers. You know, there's so many little islands that are difficult to get to, but when you're in a tiny A ship like this, you can get to the tiny islands, get into those little ports where there's just maybe some private yachts, some private sailboats, and us. So it's really, really special. You won't see one of the big cruise ships. They're not in the same ports that we're going to in the Med at all. Uh, And then in the winter time, they'll all do an Atlantic crossing. So they'll cross the Atlantic Ocean and come over to either the Caribbean or now this ship is coming to Costa Rica. So there's some beautiful sailings out of. Barbados and St. Martin in the wintertime.
2: Well that sounds fabulous. It sounds like you could just really choose to sell all year round. <laughs> that way you can get you know the Caribbean but then you can also get the Mediterranean as well. So that sounds really great. Lauren there are so many wonderful ports that Star Clippers goes into so you must have a favorite. Do you have a favorite port?
3: Oh, man, that's a tough question, Anita. I think uh, I do have favorite ports in all the different parts of the world that Star Clippers visits. Of course. Of course. uh, I would say in Greece, I love that the ship goes to some little small islands like Patmos and Amorgos, but also to the more popular islands like Mykonos. Um, In the Caribbean, um, I love that the ports on the islands are not the same ports that the big ships are in. So you're not going into the big docks or going into tiny little harbors. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oftentimes not seeing another ship anywhere in sight, which is wonderful. Yeah. And of course, here in Costa Rica today, we were able to go into a beautiful little island called Isla Tortuga. And we were uh, more just you know a few miles off the coast so we mm-hmm. took a little quick tender ride in
2: and there's so many rock formations too in this particular area so taking the tender in was like a little excursion even
3: yeah it's like a little adventure
2: mm-hmm. i'll stop here and when i'm back i'll continue with lauren and all things that you can do on and off the ship. back in a few minutes here on travel with anita and friends Are you the adventurer or the poolside cruiser? Either works when you're sailing the deep blue sea. There's no right or wrong. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. I'm talking with Lauren Fry with Star Clippers Cruises. All about the activities that you can do when you sail on their tall ship. But now, you know, sometimes too, people don't want to get off in the porch. They want to stay on the ship. Because as we've said, I mean, the ship has so much to offer. Just by staying on board and relaxing under the sails and, uh, the, we're sitting in the library now. this is nice. People can grab a book and do some things. what what are some of the other things that take place on board because some people may just want to stay on board on some of the ports as well.
3: Yeah, I think it's, you know, at first glance, you might not think that there's much to do on board, but there's actually quite a lot. A favorite activity is climbing the mast. Mm. Yes. Um, I
2: witnessed that. I knew
3: it. As long as you're okay with a little bit of heights, it's very safe. You are clipped in and you have the sports team helping you, but you climb a rope ladder up to the crow's nest where you get an incredible 360 view of the ship and the scenery around you. Um, And at the front of the ship, you can go into what's called the bowsprit netting, which is a net that's suspended above the water. You can climb out there and lay down. And sometimes, you, you know, maybe dolphins will be diving below you. It's a very peaceful place to hang out. And then, you know, there's all kinds of activities that you can do around sailing. There's knot tying classes and... There's uh, the captain will let you help to raise the sails someday. Yesterday, there was a salsa dance class. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, today there was a tour of the engine room. So there's all kinds of things to do on board, especially if you're interested in sailing and all things related to sailing.
2: Yeah, especially to have a chance to go, you know, kind of behind the scenes to see how a big sailboat operates and everything. So that that would be fantastic. Now, you mentioned the sports team, so... What exactly does the sports team do? I'll share that with my listeners.
3: Yeah, sure. The sports team is here to organize um, sort of all of the, uh, I guess, sports-related activities Mm -hmm. on board. So in the morning, they'll teach an exercise class. Um, They're the ones that you would borrow your snorkel gear from, which is available free of charge on board to all guests. Mm -hmm. And when we're at beaches, like today, they bring the paddle boards and the kayaks and all of the equipment out to the beach that you can play and then they're also going to be the ones to help you climb the mast Mm -hmm. and um they're also just around to organize fun stuff to do on board they're usually a young group today uh on this sailing there's three of them i think they're all from sweden yeah um and they're always just like a really fun and young presence on the ship and I like
2: that you mentioned, too, some of the water sports because there are those things to do. They can go snorkeling. They can go paddleboarding. So are there any kayaks on board and things like that as well?
3: Yeah, there is. There's um, a ride-on-top kayak that you can use. There's a little one-person sailboat that the sports team can help you use. Like you mentioned, stand-up paddle boards, And I think there's even some water skis that you can use. Wow. Yeah, they have a Zodiac, and the sports team will drive the Zodiac and pull you behind on the, on the water skis. So there's lots that you can do
2: dancing on board as well after our salsa classes we got a chance to <laughs> <laughs> putting those steps you know to use there we're trying to dance so what are some of the other activities because there's also some great musicians uh you know that sell on the star clippers as well
3: absolutely uh we are sailing with a young man named kirby who is such a talented musician he plays the guitar and sings for us in the afternoon during snack time and then he moves right on to the baby grand piano and plays for us as we're going into dinner and at night he plays dj most nights but also last night we had a uh, crew talent show, which was (laughs) incredible. Some really talented people. And what's nice is that they let guests participate too. Mm. So we had several guests playing guitar, singing. We even had someone hula dancing last night. That was great. Yeah. Mm. So it's really, um, it's casual, right? The onboard entertainment is fun and casual. One night we had a fashion show. One night we had pirate games. Mm -hmm. The talent show. So there's a lot to do. But also you can just like we said, watch Just the stars or get a get yourself a pina colada at the bar. <laughs>
2: Uh, something for everyone. That's what I love. And as I mentioned earlier, we're sitting in the library. So if someone just wants to kick back, read a book in here, you can also take videos and, and go to your room and, and plop those into, you know, your, your video player. Or uh, just hang out on the deck. I mean, we did a little bit of that with stargazing.
3: Oh, yeah. Last night, that was incredible. They had a program last night, and I think they've had it every night we've been on board to go stargazing. Mm-hmm. Late night, they turn off all the lights, and you're, as you can imagine, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. I and I don't know if I've ever seen so many stars. It was so peaceful,
2: and the moonlight too, just glowing on the on the water. It was so beautiful, so relaxing. I know. We wanted to sleep out there.
3: I, I, <laughs> I kind of almost did. <laughs> so
2: fun, and you actually can do that. They they won't wake
3: you. They'll let no. you take a little snooze. One of the sort of nice things about the Caribbean is that you can sail under wind power a lot. They've got the trade winds down there. And so you really get to experience the feeling of the ship moving under wind power. Mm. And all the ships have engines so that when there's not a lot of wind, you can still move, (laughs) but really to feel a ship this large get taken by the force of nature is incredible. So the Caribbean's the best spot if you really want to make sure that you can sail under wind power as much as possible.
2: Oh, wow. It definitely makes you feel as though you're a pirate, you know, selling in the Caribbean. Absolutely,
3: <laughs> yes, mm. yes.
2: That sounds fantastic. But now let's talk a little bit also too, just about the ship itself. So you mentioned uh, that 160 passengers are on the that's Star right. Clipper and the, and the Star Flyer. And then, of course, the Royal Clipper has, has more. But now what are the cabins like? Because, you know, when people are going cruising, that's one of the first things they want to know about. It's so a little bit about the cabins.
3: Yeah, the cabins, there's several different cabin categories on this ship. The owner's cabin is really great. It's got a skylight in it and a <laughs> bathtub. Um, and some of the other cabin categories open out right onto the deck. Um, but the cabins are very comfortable. They're, they're, they'll are they're remind you of what you think a sailing ship should look like. So mm-hmm. they've got the, the polished wood and the brass, and um, they're all uh, double occupancy. And they're very comfortable. They're... Um, They have portholes so that you can see outside Mm -hmm. into the ocean. And um, I sleep really well on this ship because the gentle rocking as you're sailing, most of the times you're sailing in the evening, you're in port all day, and Mm -hmm. then you. you sail in the evening. Um, it's wonderful. It's a ship for sleeping. I've been sleeping incredibly this week. <laughs>
2: well, I have, too. As a matter of fact, someone probably should wake me up to make sure I get off <laughs> because the sleeping is great. It is like being rocked to sleep.
3: Yeah, it's wonderful. It
2: really is. It really is. But all all great, great, great things. And I agree with you. I mean, the, the cabins and the staterooms are really very comfortable. And what I like about it, too, is that they all have a little something different mm-hmm. because they are designed around the shape of the, the of the ship.
3: That's right. Yes. So the ship, as you can imagine, has a curve to it. And so Mm -hmm. some of the rooms have a little ledge next to the bed. Some of them Mm -hmm. are uniquely shaped. Um, I've stayed in quite a few different cabins on (laughs) the ship and Mm -hmm. they're all really wonderful. I feel very comfortable and cozy in there.
2: Oh, well, perfect, perfect. So I hope everyone listening now is ready to start booking. So how should we do that? Should we go through a travel agent, go straight to your website? I always say people should go to the website just to kind of check everything out, even before they go to their travel advisor.
3: Yeah, absolutely. So the website, which is uh, www.starclippers.com, has information about all the ships and also has a sailing schedule with information about all of the different sailings. So you can go on there, browse, see where you might like to go, read through all of the ports uh, and then you can book directly through Star Clippers or you can absolutely go to your travel advisor who can help you to book and maybe even figure out what might be the right cruise for you.
2: Well, you know, I have to give a little bit of a warning here because when you go to that website, it's going to be hard to make a decision. (laughs) (laughs) So you might need a little advice from someone to help you, you know, to help you kind of make that final decision. Or maybe not make a final decision. Just book them all.
3: Exactly. (laughs) And, you know, what's nice is that uh, in ports like here in Costa Rica and in the Caribbean, uh, they'll do different sailings, seven-day sailings back-to-back. So you can Mm. book two. And you could have, a enjoy 14 a days. wonderful 14-day sailing. Yes. That's a great idea, Lauren. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that idea. I know you do.
2: Because, you know, a lot of times, too, you know, when you first get on board, you're kind of making your way around. You know, you're kind of getting the feel, getting your sea legs and everything. So by about day three or four, you're kind of into it. You're into and you're it. You're not ready to get off in three days. so
3: I'm not ready do, to get off.
2: I'm <laughs> not ready to get off. Yet. I've already made plans to
3: kind of stow away. So I just want you to know.
2: <laughs> if you guys don't see me, that's where I am. I'm still
3: sailing <laughs> on the Star Clipper. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I'm in the same place. <laughs> so what's that website again? It's www.starclippers.com.
2: I'll stop here. When we come back, I'll continue my conversation about Star Clippers and how you can cruise with them too. You're on Travel with Anita and Friends. Destinations are all about adventure and giving you a chance to see, do, and enjoy nature and wildlife. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Costa Rica offers just that. It's all about sustainability and conservation in a country where it's not just about words, but also about actions. Costa Rica is one country where everyone gets on board with conserving their beautiful country. I spoke with Alex, the destination manager with Star Clippers Cruises, and he tells us why Costa Rica? should be your next destination
1: well costa rica is uh, just an amazing country right in the center of the americas in central america is uh, a country that's full of nature adventure it's it's a destination for for everybody so it's 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 quite unique you know uh, it's a country that has two coastlines uh, you have the caribbean side you have the pacific side you have a uh, highland uh, we have Volcanoes, that everything that you want to see in nature, it's you can find in Costa Rica. Actually, have like 5% of the biodiversity you find in, in the world. It's just in this little country, which is only like the size of uh, South Virginia. So it's uh-huh, it's, yeah. it's quite uh, quite impressive. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, the people are very friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, everywhere you go, it's pura vida. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is very from Costa Rica. We always say pura vida, which is uh, pure life. Mm -hmm. And that's how we live here in Costa Rica. Very happy people. So, if you combine that with all the nature, the destination, everything that you do with your friendliness from the people, it makes you a very nice destination. Plus, we are very close to the US. So, if you're flying from Miami, from Houston, from North Atlanta, so different des- uh, getaways from the United States, you're in two hours, four hours top yes, in sorry. Costa Rica. Uh, and one day you can be on the Atlantic coast seeing the sunrise and you just drive a couple of hours and then you see the sunset. So it's something (laughs) uh, very impressive that you can have here in Costa Rica.
2: Let's talk a little bit about the weather though, because I think that's another drawing point here, is that your weather is so beautiful year-round.
1: Oh yeah, it's year-round. Costa Rica is a destination for the year-round destination, how you say it, no? Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's say we just have a rainy season, and sunny season Mm -hmm. so pretty much the year round uh, you have blue skies uh, and any place that you go you will enjoy the mornings uh, with birds and hollywood monkeys depending (laughs) the area where you are Mm -hmm. so instead of having a uh, alarm clock we have uh, the howler monkeys <laughs> you know uh, but yeah the weather is very very tropical weather uh, depending where you are if you go in the south of Pas- or south of Costa Rica it will be a little bit more humid if you go to the northern part it's going to be a little bit more warmer if you go in the central pacific it's going to be a more cooler weather so uh, it depends where you are but, mm-hmm. but it's it always a very comfortable weather uh, as I mentioned we just have two seasons Uh, Pretty much the rainy season will be starting May up to October, but there's always in July and August always the sun out. So Mm -hmm. when we are in the rainy season, it doesn't mean that we're going to have storms, it's going to be raining the whole day. It's just in the morning, it's going to be blue skies, and in the afternoon we start with the rain. So it's very, very, it's a year-round destination.
2: Now you mentioned the wildlife. You mentioned the howler monkeys, and I've had a chance to see howler monkeys on two different occasions. So that was exciting. Even a mom with a baby. Yeah. Of so that was really special. But what are some of the other wildlife? Because people really enjoy seeing wildlife, especially in their natural habitat. Because back in the States a lot of times we gotta go to the zoo. Oh to no see
1: no that. no. <laughs> uh, well uh, one thing of Costa Rica we don't have zoos <laughs> <laughs> so everything is in, in the wild so it's it's how it is, no? And depending on the different areas that you go is the, the the type of wildlife that you will see. Birds, tons of birds. So it's a bird watching destination mm. by 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 far. Uh, depending where you go, also the marine life. So we have dolphins, wow. we have uh, orcas, we have uh, hunchback whales that come here wow. to mate. Um, wow. uh, different kind of, of animals that you find on in in all this coast. Uh, mm. We have been cruising here around the Pacific coast, and every port that we arrive, we have uh, dolphins uh, helping us, us to race. go. And yeah. stingrays, yeah. And then, right. then you also see tuna, the Sport fishing is also very, very famous over here. But if you go, for example, in the southern south, south, south pacific and then you go uh, that's where you see a lot of uh, a no oh, this okay. little big parakeets. you know you know mm-hmm. they're f- they're flying around they always fly in pairs they wow. they made for life oh, so it's sweet. it's very nice it's, mm-hmm. and then you also have different kind of mammals you will see in the south in, in the pacific um armadillos mm-hmm. uh, deers uh, howler monkeys, I would mm-hmm. say, tapirs, so different kind of animals. And of course, the ones that no, not everybody likes, like snakes and <laughs> amphibians, right. and rep- very diverse mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. And not only the animals, it's also the flora, the fauna, the trees, mm-hmm. orchids, flowers, mm-hmm. trees, so uh, coffee, which is also very popular yeah. out here, but, but all this uh, nature that you find here, it's, it's just impressive
2: it really really is so let's talk a little bit because we are on the star clippers uh, and we are selling along the coast here with mm-hmm. several stops you know mm-hmm. along the way a stop every day except one sea day mm-hmm. and we have excursions quite a few excursions so there's a great choice you know just about uh, something for everyone i would say so let's talk a little bit about some of the excursions
1: Okay, with uh, the Star Clippers, they're having a an itinerary is just seven days, seven days on the Pacific of Costa Rica, so you will see, go from north to south. So the itinerary starts uh, in, in the port of Punta Arenas, which is in the central Pacific. We go to Golfit, uh, to Quepos, then Golfito, and then we go all the way up to the northern part. Then we change from a tropical rainforest, which is in the south, totally to a tropical dry forest. Mm which was today exactly Mm -hmm. and it was a and the thing is that you in all these areas you have different types of optional excursions you will do depending on what type of forest or part of, of 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 activities over there. For example, very popular is so always going inside the forest, the national parks. Yeah. Because you immerse yourself inside these nice trails because we always need to be inside the trail, but you just see all the nature. And always when we go, we go with specialized guides that will give you a detailed explanation about the plants, the ants. Sometimes you can talk three hours just because one plant or the <laughs> ant what they doing sure. you know? mm-hmm. and then you just walk alone and then you have the chance to see monkeys or sloth, depending on the area where mm-hmm. you are then also very popular excursion uh, are the water relating mm-hmm. for example cruising some of the base of guanacaste in you know, on a catamaran and then you have the chance also to s- swim with dolphins or well see dolphins is, mm-hmm. they will be next to you and then you have a chance to snorkel around and people just love it you know? And if you're more adventurous, there are canopy tours or so zip linings you know, so you're gonna jump, you want to be the Tarzans <laughs> uh, going from one tree to another mm-hmm. one. Um, sometimes it's 12 platforms, uh, cables from half a mile, stuff wow. like that. so it's long it's quite adventure. so it's a little bit for everybody. If no, you want to have a soft know. adventure, hard adventure, uh, everything is very nature related, so different kind of walks and, and and that's the thing, Costa Rica. so you can have, Uh, a little bit for everybody.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And what's great about it too is that all of the excursions, you have enough time. Mm -hmm. So most of them are leaving in the morning, so you have, uh, you know, most of the day, then you come back and can still grab lunch and and then just do the evening things on board the, the ship.
1: Yes, of course. As I said we have half-day excursions. So people just want to have be outside half day, and then you can uh, be back on the ship and have a beautiful lunch on board, and have the water sports or different activities that we we'll see on board. And then you of course have the the, the day excursions, uh, and uh, always include a very nice or uh, delicious Costa Rican typical meal besides having a little bit of activity, activity mm-hmm. can also rest.
2: <laughs> yes, well, you want to do that on the ship because there's something about sailing that does kind of help you kind of lower the shoulders, you know, just kind of get in that relaxed mode. So you want to have some time on the ship. When traveling, it's a good idea to take along your travel buddy. You know, I always talk about that. And my travel buddy is Allianz Travel Insurance. They take all of the worry out of cruising so that you can have all of the fun on board and off the ship as well. And you want to check out? There are all of their different plans for you on their website, AllianzTravelInsurance.com. And that's not all. So I'll stop here and when I come back, I'll talk further with Alex about visiting lovely Costa Rica on Star Clippers Cruises. I'll also talk with Kirby, who is the cruise director and he'll talk about all the things that you can do on board. Everything from cooling out by the pool or stargazing all night or some of the entertainment things that are on board. There's fun on board from sunup to sundown. And he will tell us all about it. I'll be back in a few minutes with more information from Alex and from Kirby all about Star Clippers cruises and how you can have fun cruising along the Pacific coast of Costa Rica. Holding out your hand. And will you meet me there
0: tomorrow where the sunlight never sets?
2: Cruising is back and now is a great time to say yes to a sailing getaway. And tall ships give you a unique, memorable experience. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Today I'm talking with three of my friends from Star Clippers Cruises, who I sail with them along the Pacific coast of Costa Rica on one of their tall ships. I have shared my conversations with my friends from Star Clippers and now it's time for you to start planning. But before we do that, I wanna continue my conversation with Alex, who is the destination manager for Star Clippers, and then a little bit later with Kirby, who is the cruise director. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and then we also have two swimming pools on board, mm-hmm. so you can also relax in the beaches and and depending on the time you're <laughs> sailing, you just enjoy the beautiful views, especially in Costa Rica. When you're <laughs> just sailing, we always sail next to the coasts, mm-hmm. so you see the all different wa- uh, um, bays. Yeah, yeah. And as I mentioned, when we were in the south of Costa Rica, you see all these green mountains and everything very green, and then you go to the south uh, to the north Pacific, and everything's still green, but more with more bays. More bays so, yeah. so it's it's quite and beautiful white sand beaches you know That's it's, so it's, it's very interesting that Costa Rica in such a small distance you can see so much so, much. so much
2: as you said it's very very diverse but now you know when we book our cruise you know we're all set to come and we want to take advantage of as many of these great excursions mm-hmm. as we can to really get a feel for Costa Rica and not only get a feel but actually get involved you know yeah. get out there and get involved so should we book these ahead of time how, how does uh, signing up and booking the
1: excursions work no all, all the bookings are are, are you signed up on the ship? Uh, just uh, in this run in Costa Rica, uh, just uh, the first port, which is Quepos, we need to pre book the, the excursions to a national park, which is the Manuel Antonio National Park, because we need to reach, we send ahead of time the information because it's controlled by the government. So mm-hmm. you need, because it's a protected area and we, we don't want to have a lot of people in. So it's, that's mm-hmm. the only uh, pre-booked uh, excursion, and then guest comes to the library and they can sign up in, in each of the excursions. And
2: then uh, on and off the boat is pretty easy as well. You take tenders over to. Over yes, to yes. Depen-
1: Depending on the p- on the port, we have a marina, or or sometimes we also have wet landing, which is already an experience. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> Had a wet experience. landing yesterday. So it depends uh, on on the high tide, low tides, and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, always with, with all the safety. Uh, that we need to take care of See, normally we anchor uh, 15 to 20 minutes away of the destination so and the tenders are running every half an hour so if you don't want to go on a excursion you know, and you just want to get to know the town and have yeah. a have a cerveza like a good imperial beer which is mm-hmm. one of the best beers mm. <laughs> of the world okay. <laughs> so we're in the Pacific coast so you also have the chance to have a very good fresh ceviche. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's it's very nice and 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 also, when you go ashore, there's something very, uh, very funny here in Costa Rica. Uh, you see a lot of signs. I don't know if you saw them. They said soda. Yeah. Soda. Uh-huh. That's not where they say uh, sell soda drinks. Uh-huh. It's, our, it's like a restaurant. Okay. That's our name for a, a local restaurant, a local sodas. Restaurant. Okay. <laughs> and we are known as ticos.
2: <laughs> well, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that, though, about the sodas, because that is something else, too, that's a great part of the excursions, is that, or even if you're not doing the excursions like you mentioned, but you're just getting off to go check out check out the city, it's try some of the local restaurants, and you don't have to have a full <laughs> meal, because you definitely want to have a meal on the boat, oh, yeah. but uh, you can just d- go and have a drink, and maybe a ceviche, and just head on back. Excellent ceviche,
1: and you can sort of combine it with different kinds of shells, or or, or, or lobster ceviche, mm-hmm. or or shrimp ceviche, Mm -hmm. but here we also love rice and beans, plantain, meat, so you got very, very, a lot of different kind of food that you can mix, you have a lot of flavors.
2: Absolutely. And I, just one last question for you because as we're talking about this, I'm just thinking about as well. A lot of times people want to come and experience the culture. Mm-hmm. So are uh, there some excursions where we can go and we can see maybe some of the dance or the music or crafts being made or something like
1: that? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, one of the stops we go outside from, from Playa Panama or for, or even from Flamingo. You can go to, uh, to Liberia, which is just uh, like an hour away from the port. And then you have a, a little glimpse of how Costa Ricans used to live, you know. Mm. So there's an older part from the colonial part. So you see the old uh, the old buildings, how they were built in the colonial time. But you also have the chance to visit a local market. Mm. So you see how type of fruits we have, no you know. Back for you guys' home, you see the perfect bananas. You know, <laughs> our bananas, they are a little bit a dark spot, and they even taste better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, sweeter, I think. Sweeter, definitely. Mm. And, and for you guys, sometimes the papayas are just like a, a size of a... Uh, football and we have the size of three football wow, <laughs> because yeah. we have everything growing here mm-hmm. so it's very interesting going to the market see how the people go for groceries uh, to they give you a chance to see how Costa Ricans live by the way you also then go to another place do you have the chance to see local souvenirs or buy some mm-hmm. souvenirs and have a, a nice uh, folkloric presentation of the traditions of, of the
0: Costa Ricans
2: There's also lots of fun things to do on board the ship. So I talked with Kirby, who is the cruise director of the Star Clipper ship.
0: On board the Star Clipper, it's very relaxing. So a lot of people actually just wanna relax. But of course, for the people who wants to stay and have some fun, we have a lot of activities. So we start with like morning gymnastics, if you want to start uh, being uh, feeling fit uh, so you you can start with uh, with some exercises for the sports team and during the day we have of course a, as a musician i play piano before and during lunch time maybe an hour or so then in the middle also if it's either we have a water sports at the beach or if it's not possible at the beach we have water sports around the ship so, if in any case, there are like, for example, when we, when we are in in Mediterranean, uh, where it's not possible to have a water sports, we offer plenty games. So, we, we offer like deck golf. It's something that you can only find in Star Clippers. You cannot find it in Google. So, <laughs> so we have bulls game. We have like Star Clipper darts. And uh, surprisingly, actually, a lot of people start to think like, oh, what is this kind of game? And then... When they see how it's done, they're signing up and they're playing it like kids. You know, it's a pretty nice way to feel like a kid again, you know, and when you're playing. And uh, at the same time, uh, if the weather's good, sometimes we can have uh, mast climbing where you can go to the crow's nest, uh, crow's nest, yep, and you can just go outside and go up on the main mast. So those are some of the activities. Um...
2: How, how high is that mass climb because that, you know, for a person who has a little bit of a fear of heights, when I look up at that, you know, I, I think I'm going to be the spectator of the <laughs> of the cheerleader, not the participant.
0: Yeah, if you're looking for the exact number, I don't know, but my answer is pretty high.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That would be my answer too, Kirby. It's it's high. But you know what? I mean, for the adventurous person,
0: you definitely want to give that a try. Yes, yes. Actually, to be honest, uh, when I came in my first contract, I also had this fear of heights. But then, you know, when you feel like it's it's not every day that you go to a sailing ship. So you really have to try it. And then I tried it, actually. Then, of course, at first, it's very... Scary, like you, you don't want to look down, you know. But once you've tried it, it's really worth it, I would say. It's also the same with going to the bowsprit where you can just lie on the net and you know, you watch the water uh, just underneath you, you just mm-hmm. feel like you're flying. So it's the same, it's a really nice, nice experience, I would say. It's a must try.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So you mentioned uh, some of the things that take place in the Mediterranean. So it sounds like then, depending on your itinerary, the onboard activities could, could differ a little bit.
0: Yes, so it's exactly, uh, it, it ex- exactly depends on the Itinerary Like the, the ports where you go because in Mediterranean for example, they have a more strict let's say uh, port regulations and of course it's also with the place. So um, when you're in, in Caribbean for example in my own experience Caribbean or in Asia or here in the Pacific side. We always uh, offer water sports whenever it's possible and whenever it's safe. Of course, the initial and the most important thing for the company is the passenger's safety. Mm-hmm. So the, this is, uh, uh, it depends on the captain's decision.
2: You also have different theme nights as well.
0: Yeah, so we have pirate nights, we have white nights, we have talent nights where the crew and the guests share their talents and, you know, have fun together. It's pretty intimate, so it's pretty nice. It's, it's one of the things that I really like here on the ship.
2: Now, all of my conversations with my friends should have you ready to start planning your trip on Star Clippers. I cruised with them along the Pacific coast of Costa Rica and had a great time, but there are many destinations on Star Clipper that you can choose from. Maybe the Caribbean or maybe even over to the Mediterranean area. You can set sail on one of their tall ships and go to the destination that really stands out as something fun for you. You'll love it. I can assure you of that. So check out the website at StarClippers.com. Now, if you're not ready to, you know, to check that out, you may want to go back and hear all of the show from today. Go to my website at TravelWithAnita, and that's Anita with two N's, dot com. So TravelWithAnita.com. And also go to my website and check out some of the pictures from my time cruising with Bar Clippers. I'll be back in two weeks with another great destination. you on Travel with Anita and friends. Bye-bye.
1: You've been listening to Travel with Anita. For more, log on to her website, Travel with Anita with two ends and look for her award-winning podcast, Quarter Miles Travel, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Anita will be back in two weeks with another exciting adventure for you and your travel buddies. So keep those passports updated and remember to always
0: travel safe and travel smart. Right, Jack?